Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Hello, testing, testing. One, two, three, testing. Hi. All right. Um. Oh gosh, I don't know what's going on with my equipment, but for some reason, it just always says something about the mute is messing up. I don't know. I don't know if it's me, if it's this equipment, maybe I don't know how to handle it. I don't know. But every time I get on here, something's happening. So um, until I could get this thing rectified, please just be patient. Because <laughs> I listen to my lessons and... Um, my goodness, they keep going in and now they're doing all kinds of stuff, but I'm praying that everything goes well because I'm not doing anything. Um, I'm sorry I said this before I said Shabbat Shalom, but Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Hope your day is going well. I'm just trying to get my stuff together because I just don't understand why it's going in and now it's doing all kinds of stuff. It's going up, down, all around. I don't know what's happening. But, um, yeah, um, my husband. I'm gonna get my husband to look at it prior to the next lesson that has to be done. Like I said, Shabbat Shalom. I hope all is well. Um, we are moving forward with First Samuel, which is Shemuel, and you know I'll be using that interchangeably. Um, we are on the third outline which is um from chapters seven through nine um you know like i say when i do these cliff notes usually i'll cliff note it but sometimes some um scriptures are important and they must be read outright now that we're going into the children um asking for kings and all of that um you know that they is coming up to be the first king. But with that king is always going to be a prophet. So naturally the prophet came first, which is Shemuel, in the line of the Levites. So understand what's happening and going on. So um, Samuel slash Shemuel will be the prophet of the new king coming up. I don't want to put the cart before the horse, but there is a king coming up. So I need you to know that. So you need to understand who this prophet is and know about this prophet. So that's what we're doing in 1 Samuel. Okay, um, let me read the outline and then we will move on. Now, like the last three outlines, sorry, the last three chapters in the last three outlines, the first one, the second one, and now this one, I will be reading it out. Right. And I'm reading it from the Amplified Bible. Why? Because these are certain things that you need to know. These are certain um, 
key factors that need to be known. Remember, soon will become the king. There will be a king. Remember, the children of Israel never listened to the Most High, who was their lot, who was the creator of the universe, who the Most High chose them, who the Most High um, chose a particular man to have a particular line, to have a contract, which is the covenant, with this line. So now the children are not listening, and they keep asking for all these things that separate them more and more from the Most High. So the Most High is giving them exactly what they want. And, you know, to their detriment, we are in the situation that we are in today. Just know that. All the little things that they're asking for to be farther and farther away from the Most High got us here in this position right now. So this is what's important to know about the um, um, one of the official prophets and the new king that's coming up. So this is why I'm just going to read it out. We are in the Amplified Bible, and I'm just going to read it out. Why are we in the Amplified Bible? Because we are going to be reading from a regular language. Um, when there is something that needs to be said from the original um, language, I will um, go to the Cipher. Okay? So let us move forward. Like I said, we are on First Samuel outline number three. Let me put my glasses on. Okay, so we're we're doing chapter seven, chapter eight, and chapter nine. Um, chapter seven, verse one: The king of um, Kareth. Remember these word, these um, names of cities and various words are not the original word. Understand that, know that. We already know. So these are the um, amplified words for it, but. Um, they of Kerjath, you already know from the J's, Jerim, bring the ark into the house of Abinadab and sanctify Eleazar, his son, to keep it. Verse 2, over 20 years, verse 3 through 6, Yasharel, by Shemuel's means, solemnly repent at Mizpah. Um, verses 7 through 12, while Shemuel prays and sacrifices, the most high confits, excuse me, discomfits the Philistines by thunder at Eben Ezer. Verses 13 and 14, the Philistines are subdued. Verses uh, 15 through 17, Shemuel judges Yasharel. So that is the outline and now we're just going to read it hold on rescue from the philistines i already told you that um yasharel keep fighting with these dead going philistines and the reason why yasharel is not winning is because they're not listening to the most high mm -hmm. you will always have to hear and listen to adhere to the Most High's laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. Don't you let nobody tell you that you don't have to. Because everything in this world has laws, guidelines. Understand that, know that. Okay? Nobody's doing away with no guidelines because without rules and regulations, which is laws, statutes, precepts, and commands, guidelines, without rules and regulations, there's chaos. And this is in every aspect of every system that is in this world. And even outside in the um, outside of the world, in the atmosphere, in the stars, in the everything, okay, the solar systems, everything 
has rules and regulations, i.e. laws, statutes, precepts, and commands. Back to what I was saying. So the men of Kerath Jerem came and took up the ark of the Most High and brought it to the house of Abinadad on the hill. And they consecrated Eleazar, his son, to care for the ark of the Most High. And from that day, the ark remained in Kerath Jerem for a very long time, for it was 20 years until the reign of King, King David and all the house of Yasharel lamented, which means they wailed, they cried, and grieved after the Most High. And we'll find that out in Lamentations, so don't forget that part. Um, then Shemuel said to the house of Yasharel, if you are returning to the Most High with all your heart, remove the idols it's saying foreign gods, but it's idolatry. Remove the idols, okay? You return it to the most high with all your high heart, excuse me, remove your idols, okay? As well as the Astaroth. And what is that? It's the pagan goddess from among you. You see how um, Yasharel just keep trying it? And direct your hearts to the Most High and serve Him only. This is what the Most High has been saying since the beginning to now, today. Today, um, uh, what is this? February 11th, 2023. The Most High is telling you to turn from your wicked ways. Every day, every day. Every day He's saying it. Hold on. Baby, you want to go out? You want to, you want out? I had to let my cat out. She's sitting up here waiting for me to open up the door. Anyway. So the Most High, um, Shemuel is saying, if you direct your hearts to the Most High and serve him only, he will rescue you from the hand of the Philistines. Now, I already told you, the Most High is in the midst of them. But he's standing back to, on the sideline, just testing the children to see what they're going to do. And obviously, they keep uh, failing the test. So the Most High said, well, I'm going to let what happens, happens. They keep following heathens and worshiping their heathen traditions and idolatry, meaning worshiping their idols. I'm going to let whatever happened to them, happen to them. Let me tell you something about the children of Israel. And we say this all the time. Every devil wants to kill the children of Israel. It says this in scriptures. And there's an angel that watches over the children of Israel. But from the Most High's command, if you're not listening and in his word, you're going to be devil fool because the most high going to move to the side and let whatever happened to you happen to you. Trust and believe. That's what I was saying, verse four. So Yasharel removed the bales, which is the idols, and the Ashtaroth, which is the idols, which are devils. And I'm going to tell you how they devils, because this is in scriptures. The devils can possess um, idols statues, all kinds of stuff. That's why the Most High don't want you dealing with it. So um, yeah, um, Shemuel was telling them, get rid of this stuff. Now, uh, the children of Israel already know this, but they still keep being hard-headed. This is why we in the position we in from way back then. Like I said, get rid of Baal and um, Ashtaroth and um, serve the Most High alone. Shemuel said, gather all Yasharel together at Mizpah, and I will pray to the Most High for you. Why do they, Why does Sh um, Shemuel have to do that? Because the children of Israel is a bunch of idiots. That's why. 
They refuse to listen to the Most High. This is why the Most High is getting rid of the rebels, honey. He will be reading out, weeding out the rebels. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, he will. So they gathered at Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before the Most High and fasted on the way and said there, we have sinned against the Most High. Mm -hmm. And Shemuel judged Yasharel at Mizpah. Mm-hmm. You think heaven and earth and the prophets ain't going to be testifying against you? Oh, yes, they will. That's a law. Now, when the Philistines heard that Yasharel had gathered at Mizpah, their governors, who they call lords, this is why you don't call them most high lord. Okay, so it's Philistine lords went up against Yasharel. And when Yasharel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. Because you already know, last week they killed thousands of them. Because Yashorel didn't listen to the Most High, so the Most High allowed it. Know that, baby. Can't nobody do you worse than the Most High. <laughs> he will get to you. <laughs> Verse 8, and the sons of Yashorel said to Shemuel, do not cease to cry out to the Most High, our El, for us, so that he may save us from the hand of the Philistines. Now they running scared after they keep trying to lick the Philistines behind. Anyway, so Shemuel took a nursing lamb and offered it as a whole burnt offering to the Most High. And Shemuel cried out to the Most High of Yasharel, and the Most High answered him. Mm -hmm. So Shemuel was offering up the burnt offering. The Philistines approached for the battle against Yasharel. Then the Most High thundered with a great, wait a minute, let me, let me stop. See, let me tell you something. When the Most High move, honey, ooh, it sh sends shivers down your spine. It does. So the Most High thundered with a great voice that day against the Philistines and threw them into confusion. Is that not a miracle from the Most High? Yes, it is. Hearkening, meaning hearing the prayer of Shemuel. And moving. Now, who gonna stop the Most High when he start moving? Nobody. So, like I said, the Most High thundered in a great voice that day against the Philistines and threw them into confusion, and they were defeated and fled before Israel. Now, Yasharel is Israel. Let me tell you this: How many miracles have you heard me read to you? via cliff note and regular straight out um, um, verses in these scriptures. Didn't I tell you what the most I said? Most I said, I ain't never showed nobody, no nothing, no nothing but y'all. The children of Israel sat right there and watched the most high confound these Philistines. They didn't lift one finger. Understand that. So if somebody's telling you that all oh, the children of Israel was um, going around killing everybody, uh-uh, honey, the Most High said vengeance is mine. He said vengeance is mine. But you got to come to the Most High and you got to repent, honey. You see how Shemuel repented for these the children? And what did the Most High do? Child, please, don't you underestimate me, Most High. And the men of Yasharel came out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines. Now, you know, the Most High already did what he did. They was defeated and fled. So then um, after a while, uh, Yasharel was running after them. They didn't do nothing but run after them. They didn't touch him. They didn't do nothing. All they did was pray to the Most High. They repented and they prayed. 
that's what they did. Okay? And that's what needs to be done today. All together, assembly, turn from your wicked ways, repent, and pray to the most high to move. Okay? And this is this is all reliable right here. Okay? This is all reliable. That's what you need to do. It never changed. Most high say he never changed. So like I said, the men of Yasharel came out of Mizpah and pers uh, pursued the Philistines and struck them down as far as the territory below Bethkar. When Shemuel took the stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen, and he named it Ebenezer, stone of help, saying, thus far the Most High has helped us. So the Philistines were subdued and they did not come anymore unto Yasharel territory. And the hand of the Most High was against the Philistines in the days of Shemuel. The cities which the Philistines had taken from Yasharel were restored to Yasharel. Mm. And Ekron, from Ekron to Gath, and Yasharel discovered the cities, excuse me, recovered the cities, territory from the Philistines. Also, there was peace between Yasharel and the Amorites. Okay. Shemuel's ministry. Now, Shemuel judged Yasharel in the days of his life, excuse me, all the days of his life. He used to go annually to a circuit to Bethel, Gilgal, and Mitzvah. And he judged Yasharel all these places. I must I want to say something after this. Then he would return to Ramah because his home was there. And there he judged Yasharel. And there he built an offer to the Most High. Now, Shemuel was prophesied. First of all, his mother prayed for him. He was prophesied. Uh, well, he was actually um, in the forefront of the Most High's um, mind. For known he was. Because the Most High did everything before the foundation of the world. So you already know that he was um, foreshadowed. So his his mother prayed for him. The Most High said, well, this is the time because you know there's a time and a place for everything. The Most High set his time for everything to unfurl. So when she prayed for Shemuel, the Most High gave him Shemuel. He was raised up as a um, uh, as a priest and became a prophet. The Most High chooses you to become a prophet. He could choose anybody. And prophecy is just telling you what um, a revealing of what's to come. So the prophet, the prophet gives you a revelation, a revealing of what's to come. So when um, when Hannah had Shemuel, she brought him to Eli. Eli raised him up, and the uh, the Most High was there because you remember uh, um, in the first uh, outline that the Most High was calling on Shemuel. He kept going, here I am, going to Eli with it. Eli was like, it ain't me calling you. It's the most high. So from there, from a young child, he was prophesying. So that's what he did. That's what the most high chose him to prophesy. And he, um, he was the one to rebuke the children of Israel and to pray for them. That was the intercessor that was chosen. Now, there's going to be many more. But just know, this was the one... The first one that we get to see the real um, force 
that is the uh, prophet who the Most High gives direction to um, instruct and rebuke the children of Israel. And they're powerful too. The prophets are powerful, very powerful. Okay, so that was chapter seven. <clears throat> the outline in chapter eight is verses one through five, the occasion of the ill government of Shemuel's sons. Yasharel asking for a king, oh brother. Shemuel praying in grief is comforted by the most high. That's uh, verses 6 through 9, verses 10 through 18. He tells the manner of a king. That's a prophecy. And uh, verses 19 through 22, the most high will Shemuel to lead, to, excuse me, to yield unto the opportunity, importunity um, of the people. So let us start. See, the, the king is coming. And child, that's going to be a disaster. Anyway, Yasharel in their demands of a king. And it came about when Shemuel was old that he appointed his sons to judge over Yasharel. Now the name of his firstborn son was uh, Joel. And the name of his second was Abijah. They were judging in Beersheba. His sons, however, did not walk in his way, so you know they was wicked but turned aside after dishonest gain, took bribes and perverted justice. Oh gosh, this heathenistic act in um, Yasharal. Child, they get it worse. Then all the elders of Yasharal gathered together and came to Shemuel at Ramla and said to him, look, you have grown old and your sons do not walk in your ways. Now appoint us a king to judge us or rule over us like the other nations. You see how the children always want to be like somebody else? Do you see how the children always want to be like somebody else? This is why the Most High is giving them exactly what they want. Oh, you want that? Oh, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to definitely give it to you. And this, you'll listen, you'll hear it. These, it's so disappointing and so, um, it's disappointing and disheartening to hear how your history came about and how you became uh, where you are as a nation. When you start learning who you are in Yasharel, you become disappointed because you see all of the stiff neckedness and all of the hard headedness of your ancestors and how you, um, how they came kind of falling from grace, you could say. Um, and then you came to where you are now in the land of your captivity. When this stuff been happening for so long, this is why the Most High is doing what he's doing. He's allowing the negative choices to overcome the people. And that's exactly what's happening. This is why we're in the position we are now. Verse six, but their demand displeased Shemuel. Then they said, give us a king to rule over us and judge us. So Shemuel prayed to the Most High, and the Most High said, mm -mm -mm. listen to the voice of the people in regard to all they say to you, for they have not rejected you. The, um, the Most High is talking to Shemuel, saying they didn't reject you. 
but they have rejected me from being king over them. Do you hear this? Do you hear that they don't want the ruler of the universe? They don't want the great potter. They don't want the I am. They don't want the alpha and omega. They don't want the most high who moves and creates like, no, they don't want him. They want a frivolous, human, selfish, self-centered king that's going to treat them like crap. That's what they want. Just like all the rest of the nations. This is the sad, disheartening thing. This is it, which he tells Shemuel. It's going to happen over and over and over and over and over and over again. It's going to. Like all the deeds which they have done since the day I brought them out of Mizraim, even to this day. In that day, they have abandoned and rejected me and served idols. So they are doing to you, so they are doing to you also. Now listen to their voice. Only solemnly warn them and tell them the ways of a king who will reign over them. Mm. This is the warning of a of a king. So Shemuel told all the words of the Most High to the people who were asking for a king. He said, "These will be the ways of the king who will reign over you. He will take your sons and appoint them for himself to his chariots and among his horsemen." They will run before his chariots. This is what the king is going to do to them. He will appoint them for himself, his, their, your children, to be commanders over thousands, over fifties, and some will be doing the plowing and to reap his harvest and to make his implements of war and equip for his chariots. You see the stuff that he's going to be doing? This king is going to be doing to the children of Israel's children. He will make your daughters to be per perfumers, cooks, and bakers. He will take the best of your fields, your vineyards, and your olive groves and give them to his servants. He will take a tenth of your grain and of your vineyards and give it to his officers and to his servants. He will take your male servants and your female servants and your best young men, your donkeys and use them for his work. He will take a 10th of your flocks and you yourself shall be his servants. Then you will cry out on the on that day because your king, whom you've chosen for yourselves, but the Most High will not answer you on that day because you have rejected him as king. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you see, the Most High sent Shemuel a word to tell the children of Israel by prophecy. That's a prophecy. Because prophecy is telling you something that's going to happen that didn't happen yet. And then when it does happen, then the prophecy is fulfilled. So what does the Most High say? The Most High told Shemuel, you tell them I said this. The king that I appoint to you is going to be like all the rest of the kings. Since you say you want a king like everybody else, these are what kings, this is what kings do. Take everybody's good everything. The good stuff that everybody has, he's going to take it for himself. He's going to take your kids and they're going to be his servants. He's going to take the best of everything and keep it for himself and his family. And y'all ain't going to get none. Y'all going to be second rate. 
that's basically what uh, the Most High told Shemuel to tell um, Yasharal. Nevertheless, the people refused the voice of Shemuel and they said, no, there shall be a king over us. You hear how they adamant? They're adamant about getting the king. They, and basically they say, oh, we don't care what happens to us. We want a king like everybody else. We want to be like everybody else. All the devils that's roundabout and all the rest of the devils that's on the earth, they got a king that rules over them and bullies them. We want that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we want it. Mm -hmm. So that we too may be like all nations around us, that our king may judge and govern us and go out before us and fight our battles. Shemuel had heard all the words of the people and repeated to, excuse me, repeated them to the Most High. And the Most High said to Shemuel, listen to their requests and appoint a king for them. So Shemuel said to the men of Yashorel, go each man to his own city. So the Most High said, okay. Even though it probably hurt the Most High because he was giving himself to these people. Just think about your kid. Think about a kid that you had, that you begged for, that you prayed for. Just think, I know it's not like the most high, but just think about this. Think about a child who you prayed for or you begged for, or somebody that you begged for to be your friend or something like that. And you find out this person is selfish, self-centered, don't care nothing about you. Keep um, running away from you, doesn't want to cooperate with you refuses to listen to anything you said, how would you feel about that? How would you feel about that? And this is what the Most High told Shemuel. They're not rejecting you, Shemuel. They rejected me. So they basically don't want me to be their Yah. They don't want me to be. They don't want me to rule and govern over them. Now, what was so hard for the children of Israel that they didn't want the Most High? I don't understand. Because he made them watch while he fought the battles. And then he, you know, got them out there to pick up the pieces or do the last little part of it. Like, what was it that was so hard for the children of Israel that they didn't, they rejected the most high? I, I don't understand it. I just don't. And it's a hard pill to swallow because it's like you would want somebody or, um, the most high to be for you and not want to be subject to these carnal people that are wicked. And I, I, I don't know the children of Israel, something else, they are something else, honey. That's why, like I said, when I found out I was a child of Israel, I did, did cry my eyes out. Mm -hmm. I did. Cause I was like, Oh my gosh. Before I even knew I was a child of Israel, when I was reading what they was doing, I was like, I can't wait for the Most High to strike them down. Then I found out I am a child of Israel. Child, I moved my eyes out. I couldn't take it. This is ridiculous. To y'all, and I know y'all just sitting there shaking your head like, this is crazy. How many chances can the children get from the Most High? This is what I mean about the Most High being long-suffering. You got to be long-suffering for this nonsense. The Most High said he never changed. If he changed, there will be no Yasharal. That's how tired he is of Yasharal. So tired that he went to a foolish nation to get Yasharal jealous. Oh, yes, honey. Most High's not playing. Now we're on chapter nine. And the um, outline is verses one through five. 
Saul, despairing to find his father's asses. Verses 6 to 10, by the counsel of his servant. 11 through 14, the direction of young maidens. 15 through 17, according to the Most High's revelation. 18 comes to Shemuel, 19 through 24, Shemuel enters Saul at the feast, entertains Saul's at the feast. 25 through 27, Shemuel, after secret communication, brings Shaul, it is, but Saul. Um, Shaul on his way. It's really Shaul, but they say Saul. So if I say Shaul or Saul, it's the same thing. All right, so this is um, Saul Shaul's search. There was a man of the tribe of Benjamin whose name was Kish, the son of Abel, the son of, oh gosh, these sons, Zeroah, the son of Becherath, the son of Aphiah, a Benjamite, a mighty man of influence and wealth. Kish had a son named Shaul, Saul, a choice and handsome, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> water. Excuse me. Mm. I'm in therapy, y'all. I'm in therapy, my voice. <clears throat> a choice and handsome man among the sons of Yasharel, there was not a man more handsome than he. Ooh, he must have been good looking. Mm. From his shoulders and up, he what was from the shoulders up, he was a head taller than any of the people. So he was real tall. Now the donkeys of Kish, Saul's father, had wandered off and were lost. Kish said to his son Saul, Please take one of the servants with you and arise and go for the donkeys. And they passed through the hill country of Ephraim and the land of Shalisha, but did not find them. Then they passed through the land of Shalim, but they were not there in the land of the Benjamites, but they still did not find them. When they came to the land of Zuf, Shaul said to his servant who was with him, come, let us return. Otherwise, my father will stop worrying about the donkeys and become anxious about us. The servant asked him, well, told him, look here in the cities. There is a man of the most high and the man is held in honor. Everything that he says come true. So he was a seer. So let us go up there. Perhaps he can advise us about the journey and tell us where we should go. So Shaul said to his servants, but look, if we go see him, we shall. what shall we bring to this man? For the bread from our sacks is gone and there is no gift to bring the man of the most high. So what do we have to offer? The servant replied to Shaul, excuse me, here is my hand, I had a quarter of a shekel of silver. I will give that to the man of the most high, which is a seer. And he will advise us as to where we should go. Hold on. Come on, baby. Come on. Let's get up here. Come on. 
I told you my cat is my baby. She really acts like a human baby. She wanted to come over here and sit under me. Okay, daddy's coming. All right, so I will give that to the man of the Most High, and he will advise us as to where we should go on our journey to find the donkeys. Formerly in Yasharel, when a man went to inquire of the Most High, he would say, Come, let us go to a seer. For he was called hold on, a prophet today, formerly a seer. No, let me tell you something. When I'm sitting here and I'm doing other things, I never hear these phones. Never. I never hear these phones. The minute I'm doing this scriptural study, you hear phones going off, people doing this, people doing that. Child, the devil is alive. Yes, he is. Liar. Back to what I was saying. Shaul said to his servant, well said, come let us go. For they went to the city where the man of the most high was. So I'm just going to call him a prophet from now on. Was living. As they went up to the hill of the city, they met some young woman going out to draw water. And they said to them, is the seer here? A.K.A. prophet. They answered, he is. Look, he is ahead of you. Hurry now, for he has come into the city today. Mm. Because the people have a sacrifice on the high place today. As you enter the city, you will find him before he goes up to the high place to eat. For the people will not eat until he comes, because he must ask for the blessing on the sacrifice. Afterward, those who are invited will eat. So go up now, for about now you will find him. So they went up to the city. And they came to the city where Shemuel was coming out towards them to go up to the high place. Yah's choice for a king. Oh, fell into my chair. Good grief. For a day before Shemuel came, the Most High had informed Shemuel of this saying, about this time tomorrow, uh, let me stop that right there, right in the middle of what I'm saying. I already told you everything, the Most High did everything before the foundation of the world, and I'm going to read it again just to prove to you that this was done before the foundation of the world. So obviously the Most High already knew that this was happening. And I'm going to say it again. Now, the day before Shaul came, the Most High had informed Shemuel of this. So the day before, the Most High already told him, oh, this was going to happen tomorrow. Blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Saying, about this time tomorrow, I will send you a man from the land of Benjamin, and you shall anoint him as the leader over my children, Israel. And he will save my people from the hand of the Philistines. For I have looked upon his distress of my people because they cry for help has come to me their their cry for help there don't think i'm saying they and that it's my accent sorry there when shemuel saw saul the most high said to him there is a man of whom i speak to you 
this one shall rule over my people as their king. Then Shaul approached Shemuel in the city gate and said, please tell me where the seer's house is. Shemuel answered to Saul, I am the seer, which is the prophet. Go on ahead of me to the high place, for you shall eat with me today. And in the morning, I will let you go and will tell you all that is on your mind. You see how he said, I'm, I'm going to tell you all you need to know. All you asking for, I'm going to give you the information. As for the donkeys, which were lost three days ago, do not be concerned about them, for they have been found. You see how he's telling them all of this stuff? That's the most high uh, prophet telling them that. <laughs> he needed to know that. For whom all things that are desirable in Yashorah, are they not for you and for your father's whole family? Mm. 21. Sha um, Shaul replied, am I not a Benjamite? Of the smallest of the tribes of Yasharel? Mm. And is not my family the smallest of all the families in the tribe of Benjamin? Why have you spoken this of me as if I were very important? Mm. That's what you're telling um, uh, Shemuel is talking to uh, Shaul. Shaul's like, why are you coming to me? I mean, I, I, I ain't nobody. That's basically what he's saying. So I'm, 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 I'm the least of the least. Why are you coming to me with all of this good news and great stuff? Then Shemuel took uh, Saul as his servant, excuse me, and his servant, and brought them into the hall at the high place and gave them a place to sit at the head of the persons, about 30 men who were invited while the rest ate outside. Shemuel said to the cook, bring the priest's portion that I gave you regarding which I told you, set it aside. Then the cook lifted up the leg, which is the thigh, with the meat that was on it, indicating that it was the priest's honored portion and placed it before Shaul. Shemuel said, here's what has been reserved for you. I know Shemuel's like shocked. And he said it before you to eat because it has been kept for you until the appointed time. Let me tell you this. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? The Most High did all this before the foundation of the world and at its appointed time, it unfurls. I'm gonna tell you. The Most High did everything in his foreknowledge, put everything together while he planted the worlds. He held us. He did all kinds of stuff. Everything was supposed to unfurl at its specific time in the linear time of humanity's lifeline. Okay? And if you don't understand what that means, I'll break it down even easier. The Most High put everything together before humans ever got here. And there's a certain time when everything is supposed to come into play. Uh-huh. So it was already done. But in human carnal time, it's just unfurling. It was already done since the beginning. Just what um, uh, Shemuel's telling Shaul. Now I'm going to read it again. Shemuel said, here is what has been reserved for you, Saul. Set it before you and eat because it has been kept for you until the appointed time. 
ever since I invited the people. So Shaul, Shaul, Shaul ate with Shemuel that day. Then they came down from the high place into the city. Shemuel spoke with Shaul on the roof of his house. Then they got up early the next day and at dawn, Shemuel called Shaul, who was sleeping on the roof, saying, get up so that I may send you on your way. Shaul got up and both he and Shemuel went outside as they were going down to the outskirts of the city. Shemuel said to Saul, tell the servant to go on ahead of us that he may pass by, but you stand still so that I may proclaim the word of the most high to you. Now, what's going to happen to, um, to Shaul from Shemuel? Let me give you a little peek. He's going to ordain him to be the king. That's what he's going to do. So the most high told Shemuel, since they want a king, they don't want me to be their king. I already told you what the king's going to do. He's going to be selfish. He's going to take all the choice stuff, do all that stuff, and they're going to be running after this king. So if they want the king, that's exactly what's going to happen. Tell the children of Israel, they're going to, that's what's going to happen to them. So yeah, you want a king? All right, I'm going to give you a king. So he powwowed with Shemuel, told Shemuel, this one's going to be the king. He's going to be coming on such and such a date. You honor him. Let him have the choice stuff, and then you ordain him to be the king. Now, next week, y'all willing, when I do this reading, you will know that Shaul, who is Saul, they say Saul, but his name is Shaul, will be the ordained king. So this is going to be the first king of Israel. This is why I'm reading this straight out, because you got to understand who's going to be the king. And then from there, everything going to go downhill. Trust and believe is going to go downhill because everybody's going to be selfish. Everybody's going to be putting other people first. Everybody's going to be doing whatever. This is the beginning of the end. I already told you they already rejected the Most High a long time ago by not listening to him. And this is why they get devoured by the other nations. But now they want a king. And now that they get this first king, uh, I keep saying, I'm trying to say Shaul and Saul at the same time. Shaul is going to go downhill from there. Downhill. It's going to go downhill. This is where many prophecies and all that stuff is based on all this right here. You have to understand the life of the children of Israel and how their lives was lead, uh, being led. This is why we're in this situation. I already told you everything is contingent on the children of Israel. And when they start acting up, that's when everybody acts up. Yep, that's why the Most High is reprimanding them and been reprimanding them since the beginning. This is Ya'akur's trouble. And when Ya'akul's trouble stops, ooh, woe to the other nations. Woe. So this is, um, these are the three um, chapters that I read. I hope that you're able to hang in there and listen and learn about the children of Israel and what they've been going through since the beginning. Um, I thank you for listening. And I hope that this lesson has edified you and encouraged you to dive into the scriptures for yourself. I want you to enjoy your day. I thank you for being here. I thank you for listening every day. I thank you for joining. I thank you for um, your comments, your, um, your encouragement, everything. 
And I hope to see you soon. And until next time. Hi. Trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth from the most high but you know what's better hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content you can also save a life by sharing this valuable content go ahead save a life today thanks